1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Sponsored by Catch Photo Release, your premier kayak tournament source bringing you epic guests, recaps, and upcoming events. Here are your hosts, Brad Hicks and Sam Jones. What's up, guys? It's Friday, means the day before the weekend. So, hope you have a good weekend. Hope it's full of fishing and good times. So, uh, I'm riding solo tonight. Sam and Brian is up in lacrosse uh, fishing the trail series championship. So I'm doing this solo tonight other than the uh, interview. So we'll just get into it and jump right into recaps. Uh, first, first one we have here is the cast state championship Dayton, Tennessee, October 11th and 12th. Uh, that was from Watts bar dam all the way down to Chickamauga dam. And this was a pretty big tournament. I believe there was, uh, close to 100 people in this tournament, so real cool. Uh, first place, Russ Snyder's 95 and three quarter inches. Second place, Russell Rutledge, 91 and three quarter. And third place, Ryan Lambert, 88 and three quarter inches. Big bass went to Russ, Snyder, Russ Snyder's 21 and three quarter. Some pretty good numbers there. Um, of course, we've all heard of uh, Ryan Lambert before. Shout out to Kayak Bass Nation there. Moving on to the next one, we have the Mid-Atlantic Kayak Bass Fishing Public Waters in the state of Delaware, October 12th. First place went to Donald Harshman, 58.75 inches. Second place, Joshua Graham, 52.5 inches. Third place, Aaron Fetterman, 52 inches. Big bass went to Donald Harshman, 20 and 3 quarter inch bass. Uh... Pretty cool here because I actually know Donald Harshman from Instagram, and he's a big river smallmouth fisherman, so I'm pretty sure he's fishing the rivers for that tournament. He killed it three fish limit, almost the 20-inch average for it. So good numbers there. Congrats on that win. Moving right along, we have North Virginia Kayak Bass Anglers. They had a tournament at several different lakes and reservoirs. not going to name them off because there's quite a bit of them. But this happened on October 12th. Uh, first place was Brian Dillon, 88 and a half inches. Second place, David Steiger, 82 and a quarter inches. Third place, Jason DeMont, 80 and a quarter inches. And Big Bass went to Zachary Fong, 20 and three quarter inch bass. And then the last one we have here for recaps for the week is the Lone Star Throwdown 
this is a big tournament that happens down in Texas. Uh, one of our listeners uh, mess messaged us and asked us if we would cover this about a month ago. So I, I, I told him we would do it, and here we are. This happened October 12th, Possum Kingdom Lake. First place, uh, one of our uh, epic guests from the past, Matthew Scotch, came away with the win, of course. I mean, who other than Matthew Scotch to win it in Texas, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, anyway, he won with 88 and uh, half inches. Second place was uh, Glenn Williams with 81 inches. And third place was Dale Griffin with 79 and a quarter inches. So, good numbers there. Congrats again to Matthew Scotch. He, he's, a, he's a heck of a fisherman, man. Just watching his season all year, and it's been impressive what he's doing. I believe he's going up to the lacrosse uh, trail series championship too, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, I know Brian and Sam are up there, like I said earlier, so uh, congrats to them. Or not congrats, but good luck to them. Uh, hope they do well up there, and uh, yeah, that's all we have for recaps. Stay tuned, and you will be hearing from Nick Huddleston the winner of the Tournament of Titans. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your jig order. What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases, you name it, it's on there. Give it a gander. All right, guys, welcome back. We have uh, our epic guest tonight, uh, Nick Huddleston. He won the uh, Tournament of Titans down on Gunnersville Lake. Uh, Nick, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Absolutely. no problem. No problem. Congrats on that win, man. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was definitely an epic day. Yeah, I just I mean, want to know what it's like to like beat Jordan Lee <laughs> on the water for a day. <laughs> well, uh, I, I mean, mean, you got bragging rights, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, it's his first time fishing out of a kayak, so... It don't was, give him excuses. Don't give him excuses. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was it was it was awesome. It was a great feeling, you know. I I talked to him before the tournament, and uh, actually on our way back to the boat ramp, we were like side by side and just talking the whole time. So he's actually a pretty humble and cool guy. Very That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Good stuff. So let's uh start off here by uh, letting the listeners know who you are, like where you're from. Uh, what kind of kayak you're fishing out of, like, and what got you into kayak fishing? Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, so I'm originally, uh, I was, you know, I was born in the South. I was born in Georgia, uh, but I lived, what, 23 years, 20, 20, 19 years in Utah. So I grew up in Utah. Um, oh, wow. So I actually fished pretty much my whole life with my dad, um, but we did trout fishing. Um mm. So bass was very rare for me. And then uh, uh, I joined the Army. Um, and my last couple of years, I ended up here in North Carolina at Fort Bragg. And 
that's when I really started bass fishing in my free time. Uh, I really enjoyed fishing already, so it was just another way to get out, uh, relieve the stress of a long day or, you know, whatever, whatever else I had going on, just kind of focus on fishing in the water. Uh, so that was, that's pretty much how I got into bass fishing. Um, as far as the kayak I use right now, I'm fishing out of a, uh, uh, a Kusa FD by Jackson, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but, uh, I have, I have plans to switch here in the near future. Um, uh, I won't tell you guys what I'm switching to yet, but uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll, it, it's, uh, the new and the greatest. So, you know, you take those winnings and put it to the new and the greatest, <laughs> Come on, you can't tease us like that. What are, what are you jumping into? What are you jumping well, into? Uh, well, um, the the new Hobie 360, man, it just, from the videos, it just meets my style of fishing, uh, being able to go sideways. We have a lot of docks here at the lakes uh, here in North Carolina that I fish frequently. So just having that ability to move sideways around docks and not having to move forward and backwards and turn constantly to get in position. Um, and then just to be able to kind of almost spot lock yourself in open water off of structure is, is kind of a cool thing too. Cause I like to deep crank a lot. So it'll be for fun. sure, man. Yeah. That 360 drive is impressive. I mean, I'm a Jackson guy, but I mean, I, who can argue that drive? I mean, yeah, that, that got featured at ICAST this year, man. And yeah. it's just it's pretty incredible i i hats off to hobie on the engineering on that man yeah i still can't wrap my head around it (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm excited to give it a go so So, did you get it tested or anything uh i i haven't yet but you know i've had several people tell me that it's definitely worth it Uh, Mm -hmm. i mean my kayak right now is 12 and a half and it's about the same size and you know you hear great things about the pro anglers being super stable and that's and that along with uh you know size where i can like put my dog with me when i go out and fish uh, that that that's really helpful too so yeah cool okay cool so how how long you been kayak fishing for uh two years i have been kayak fishing for uh just exactly two years now i started i actually started october of 2000 17 was my first time taking a real kayak out and actually fishing so is Very this cool. your uh first year uh tournament fishing then or no it's not i i fished uh the queen city kayak bass fishing trail here in north carolina last okay. year uh yeah i give a shout out to those guys they're freaking awesome it's an awesome group of guys um Vinny ferrari is the commissioner and you know i had a friend in the army that fished it fished one of the trail events and he said it was awesome so uh, Hmm. i got on the page on facebook and the next thing i know vinny's calling me hyping me up and i was like yeah i gotta go i'm gonna go do this and win some money and i can tell tell you last year was a a learning experience there oh yeah definitely it was definitely not winning money but (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you said uh queen queen city fishing trail is that what it was called yeah queen city kayak bass fishing we we haven't covered that one on this segment. We we also no, I don't do, think so. We do tournament recaps on this segment, like oh, after okay. our epic guests. So we've never come across that. So that's pretty cool. I have to yeah. remember that one. Yeah. Heck yeah. I, I saw in your Tourney X profile you you fished a uh, CKA. 
Yes, I did. I fished that. Uh, well, I fished a couple events over the last couple of years, but I'm not hardcore into CK. I just fish the okay. events that lakes I want to fish. You know. <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we we have covered them a few okay. times this year, so yeah. that's, that's very cool. Cool. Uh, are you a KBF member? No, I'm I'm actually not this year. Uh, um, I was planning on possibly doing it next year, but I don't I don't know yet. I haven't. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of traveling yeah. in this area. So I'm going, I'm going to school full time at uh, university of North Carolina, Charlotte. So it's nice. It's hard to make the, the extra trips, but you know, oh, I, yeah. I made the one over this last weekend cause it was a long weekend. So very cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of guys that fish that Gunnersville tournament, they, they were fishing it because it's, kind of get familiar with the lake because the national championship is going to be there next year right yeah if that was your situation or not nope uh literally the what was it the monday before the tournament i was like oh i got a long weekend looks like a fun tournament i really want to fish another big name lake uh you know on the bass top 10 list and i just went down there and hit it and was surprised by the outcome so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd say man <laughs> What would you put up 90, 92 inches? Yeah. Yeah, I put up 92 and a half, which yeah. I, I honestly didn't think that was going to, you know, with 2 hours left mm-hmm. and the the app turned off, I was I was just like, "Come on, hold the lead for one time in your life." But I, I, <laughs> I honestly didn't think 92 was going to take first, uh especially with the bags people were pulling out of their pre-fishing, so Yeah. <laughs> So was this your first uh, major win or your first win in general? Or that that was definitely my first major win. Uh, I've you know I've won a couple of smaller tournaments, but nothing okay. even close. Nothing even close. I mean, 118 people. I think the biggest tournament I've ever fished was like around it was 90 not, around 90, but that was a yeah. homecoming event for the Queen City kayak bass fishing last year. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that tournament of Titans, that there was, what, 95 people in this tournament? Uh, 118. 118? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's like a miniature yeah. trail series, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, it was a good event, man. Good event. Yeah, the, the, we had, what, 12 or 13 Queen City guys go down there, and I was just down there repping in case nobody else wanted to rep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's now awesome. We, we we all we all fished our, you know we always fish our hearts out when we go and fish tournaments. So yeah, good stuff. Yep. So you want to get into uh, the pre fishing uh, a little bit? Do you do any pre fishing for this tournament? Uh, I could definitely go over my pre fishing. Um, <laughs> so you know when I was down there, uh, I've I've always had issues with pre fishing and then going and actually finding fish tournament day i'll I'll pre-fish an area and if i get like one or two you know like one good bite i'll usually move on but the problem is i'll always catch the biggest fish out of those areas so when i go back to fish during the tournament i'll get the same fish but they're you know they're small and it it always plays out that way for some reason but uh when i was pre-fishing down at guntersville i drove down there thursday night uh stayed at a hotel went out friday morning and you know i looking at the forecast and stuff i was just kind of like okay it's gonna be cooler top water is gonna be 
on fire with the cooler weather. Um, and then I realized that people had been fishing out there all weekend for the Spro tournament, getting ready for that. So realizing that I kind of took the approach to still go with top water and man, I spent what, uh, probably 12 hours out there on Friday pre-fishing. I caught one 13 and a half inch bass, caught a whole bunch of white bass and then (laughs) two catfish and that was that was my day and you know i was just happy to be down there at the that time and at the end of the day i called my wife and she was like well hey that's usually a good sign that you're gonna catch better fish tomorrow so (laughs) yeah yeah i went to to bed (laughs) thinking that but you know pre-fishing for me has has really been an issue but actually i had a good chat with uh uh, Jordan Lee the night before the tor- tournament when we were kind of walking back to our vehicles I kind of introduced myself you know uh, and we talked for about five minutes and he said pre-fishing is you know something that he enjoys to do and he goes to an area casts a couple times if it's an area he goes he likes he'll he'll leave just and he'll just remember to go back there the next day mm-hmm. and 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 it's all about moving water and um that's probably something i should change in the future is moving water and finding the good spots so solid advice right there man yeah so uh, were you throwing the top water most of that day for pre-fishing then so for the first half of the day from i think probably like six six thirty until about 10 10 or 11 i was throwing uh, a buzz toad, a frog in the grass, um, and I there was just nothing. There was no activity at all. Mm. And, uh, you know, about one o'clock, two o'clock, I changed over to like a square bill uh, along the grass lines, and just there was nothing. And then about two or three o'clock, I started throwing a frog again, and just, I mean, I got I got at that time I probably had like four or five blow-ups of smaller fish that were hitting it but i only i only got one so um and then i kind of switched to what did i switch to uh, i switched to an understand and kind of went for deeper structure mm-hmm. and i mean at that point i was just you know more worried about catching numbers of fish than i was size of fish so yeah, uh, but I, I got into schools and schools of white bass and <laughs> slow rolling it. I got nothing but catfish, so it was it was one of those days where you're just like, oh man, this is gonna this is gonna be really bad tomorrow. <laughs> hey, the, those those schools of white bass are fun to stumble upon, though, man. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I didn't even care. I just I was like, let's catch a whole bunch of them, threw into them every cast. I was reeling them in, and I was like, all right, we got to move on. This is yeah. <laughs> There was one certain time I was actually in a tournament and I came across a school of bass. I just stopped fishing for the largemouth and started catching these white bass on top water. I, yeah. I didn't even care. I was going to lose anyways. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going after these white bass, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, that is, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> cool. So you weren't very confident in your uh, spots then, I imagine, going into the next day? Um, no, I was definitely not going to go back to the area that I told, that I was told was going to produce good numbers of fish and possibly size. So I was just like, oh man, 
I got to think of something in the morning. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that is pretty crazy. Um, let's see. You, uh, you have any sort of mental preparation you run through before, like, a start of a big tournament? Uh, as far as mental preparation, you know, I just uh, get in the, uh, the mode of uh, this day is no different than any other day when I go out mm -hmm. to fish. So instead of getting stressed out, like, hey, this is a tournament, uh, I, d I don't think of it as a tournament. I just think of it as, hey, I'm just going getting out there to fish. If I catch fish, great. If I don't catch fish, it's just another day of fishing, not catching. So uh, the mentality for me is, like, you know, s stay in a good mood. Uh, don't let losing fish or not finding fish right away or, you know, crunch time when you have to find all those fish don't don't overthink it don't you know don't throw your whole tackle box just keep going with things that you know are going to work mm -hmm. good stuff heck yeah <laughs> um so let's get into tournament tournament day excuse me um what were you throwing the exact same things you were throwing in pre-fishing but in a different area no, I wasn't. I didn't throw anything that I threw the day before. I just, when I got, when, when I, okay, so when I woke up, I looked at the map and I was just like, man, I just got to pick a spot and go. And I literally took the phone and had my uh, map of the lake open and I could see the whole lake. And I just closed my eyes and pushed, you know, like picked a spot and I picked the closest <laughs> ramp. And um, when I got there, you know, and put my yak in the water, I noticed right away that the water temperature was like seven degrees cooler than it was the day before. <laughs> we were fishing in 80, 81 degrees, and there was current. I can't remember if it was coming in or going out, but there was definitely current and a little bit of wind, and the water temp was around 74 and a half degrees when I got there. So uh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's that, a huge <laughs> difference. That is what I thought. And there were, there were only two of us that launched at the ramp that I went to. Um, I kind of came around a corner and I was throwing a square bill along the grass lines, uh, right when, you know, right when the tournament started, um, I could see fish, you know, fish activity on my side scan, all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, this, this isn't working. I got to try something else. Um, and about 15 minutes into it, I switched over to a chatterbait. Um, with a white trailer and I, I don't know what happened I uh, just started throwing it and got on fish and they were hitting it and I just threw it all day um, yeah there'd be times where I'd switch to a frog you know in the grass where it looked like it would be a little bit fishy and I got a few good blow-ups but nothing I didn't catch a fish on anything but a chatterbait that day Dude, I, I love that chatterbait near grass, man. That thing's yeah. killer. I love it. Yeah. But what trailer are you putting on that? Uh, so I started out with uh, it's a new trailer by Thirteen Fishing. It's the uh, uh, my name is Jeff. I think is what it's called. <laughs> it's yeah. It's got the the pearly top and the the solid white bottom, and uh, I probably threw it for a good two to three hours before I finally ran out of them. And then I just switched yeah. it to the uh, bio spawn in the exact same color, but a different name, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
and that it, it was just nonstop. I, I, I think the biggest thing about how I was catching fish was I came around the corner and caught a probably like I think it was a 19 and three quarters right off the bat, and then as soon as I started going forward, my side imaging just blew up with probably 30 to 40 fish just sitting in the channel right off the grass line. Man. And that, that's kind of when I that's kind of when I decided I was just gonna stay in that spot the entire day, and I, oh, probably, yeah. pulled, I probably pulled between twenty and thirty fish out of that one spot between <laughs> oh, wow. between yeah between go time and about ten ten thirty eleven o'clock. So he about pulled every spot out of that out of, out of that or every fish out of that spot. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'd pull them out, and you know every twenty thirty minutes, new ones would move right in there. So I mean, that's cool. It was getting it was crazy. It, I, I don't I don't know what was going on with that specific spot, but it was it oh man I was <laughs> in the right spot awesome. at the right time for sure. That is cool. So going back to the chatter bait, are, are you a jackhammer guy? That's what I was using, but <laughs> this was this was the first time I've used a chatter bait all year. Okay. So oh really? Yeah. So you know I've I'm a big crankbait fan and mm -hmm. it just it didn't it wasn't working and i tried yeah. four or five different colors and i was just like all right um i'm gonna try a bait that i'm not very confident in and it all of a sudden i was confident in it so <laughs> so uh brian sam's gonna listen to this he's he's gonna hear jackhammer again and he's gonna flip out yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> He'll get over it. He's going to be like, dude, I need to go get 12 of those right now. I think he picked some up before he started heading up here tonight uh, to uh, lacrosse. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So that's cool, man. Uh, I love the chatterbait, so that's real awesome. Uh, how fast did you have your limit during or for tournament day? Um, I would say it was the first 30 minutes that I actually started fishing. So uh, I came around the first corner uh, and, you know, I was cast along the grass line and then just there was like a school that was blown up on top. I cast it into it, caught uh, 15 and a half, 13 and a quarter, and then like a 16, 16 and a quarter. And then that was it from there. I went around the next corner and that's when I ran into the other school and I mean it was back to back to back within you know 15 minutes that I had my other two fish and was culling so that's real good that's awesome you know, yeah. you're gonna have a good day when you have your limit in 30 minutes yeah that's, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome I still have yet to do that yeah that was, that was actually that was actually my first time this year getting a limit that quick and it came at the right time so definitely Big payout for that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so, did Did you end up winning a uh, uh, native uh, kayak from for that win? Yeah, I did. I got the. Uh, I, it was a blue uh, native Titan ten and a half. With okay. The, the it was the twenty twenty model. So. Nice. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I I saw they were giving a couple a couple of those away. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think. First through third got a new kayak, right? 
Yeah, first first through third place got got to take their picks on the kayak. So <laughs> it, Ryan Lambert got first. He's a native guy already, isn't he? Or yeah. Ryan, Ryan got second. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah, second. yeah. He, I don't even I don't even know if he ended up taking a kayak. I didn't ask him, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'd imagine he'd pass it down. But who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean he he passed down all of his winnings to even out the uh, the payout. So that's a pretty awesome. Oh, guy right there that is cool heck yeah man yeah heck yeah cool um so how, how did it feel beating like that stacked field i know you talked about beating jordan lee but like how did it feel about beating like all these other big names out there <laughs> well I, I, the goal was just for you know like competing amongst ourselves in the queen city to see who was gonna really pull it out and then uh you know, towards the end of the day, I was like, "Man, I'm in first place. This is this is the weirdest." It was it wasn't so much like a good feeling, I guess. It was more of like a a a, a stressful feeling. I I don't know what it was. But yeah, I, I I wasn't like for some reason I just wasn't excited about it. I was just you know confident, but uh, anxious. Yeah, that's, that, that's probably the correct word. Like anxious. Like I I kind of started getting ahead of myself when I when uh. Uh, I think, yeah, when Ryan uploaded his limit and was, you know, four inches ahead of me at the end, mm. and I, I was, I was at that point, the bite had kind of turned off, and I was kind of getting frantic, because I was still in third place, and I was like, man, there's more fish here, but I'm just not getting anything big enough to, you know, increase my limit size, so. Yeah. Winning, winning, winning and beating, you know, the field that was there. Uh, I guess I, I felt pretty humbled about the situation. You know, I'm not one of those guys. that's like, oh yeah, uh, I just beat everybody here. You know, you can you can see in the video. Even people have said it to me. Like, you need to look more excited when you win big tournaments <laughs> like that. So, <laughs> yeah, heck, I, I had that same uh, I had that same feeling my first tournament win. Uh, it, it's a weird feeling, that anxious feeling. And then when you finally get your name called, it's like, holy crap! Yeah, I pulled, yeah, actually definitely. pulled it off. Like I was, I was, I saw the trophy, like, uh, Vinny from our, you know, our commissioner, he posted the trophies, like going for the win and taking this home. And I was like, man, that would be really cool to take that home. <laughs> <laughs> cool stuff, man. Again, congrats on that win. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So, uh, plans for the rest of the season. You got anything planned? Uh, for the rest of the season, uh, we're kind of shutting down our end of season mm -hmm. trail here. We got our last trail event on Saturday this weekend at Lake Wiley in North Carolina. Um, we're expecting a pretty big turnout. There's a, there's a race for the AOI and top 15 to go to the tournament of champions. And man, I, I as much as I like to say I fish great at, guntersville it i haven't fished great this year in north carolina so mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm one of those people that if i fish good this weekend i'll make it into the tournament of champions mm -hmm. and, uh you know that that was really my goal for the whole year after the horrid fishing season i had last year um so hopefully hopefully i meet that goal yeah um, is your guys tournament next weekend on uh, Tourney X? No, uh, we we do in person weigh in 
Um, okay. Yeah, and then next season it looks like we're going to be switching over to Tourney X. Possibly, we're d- the Tournament of Champions is going to be our test period for uh, Tourney X. Okay. So uh, yeah, I was going to say if if you guys were on Tourney X, we we could recap it for next weekend, but it's all good. Yeah. So, uh, uh, any goals you want to uh, accomplish for next season? <laughs> next season is going to be a little bit more hectic than this year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to still be going to school. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be going into my major. So, uh, my goal next year is just to be able to fish and, you know, the trail events that we have here and then hopefully make it back again to the tournament of titans and kind of defend the title of you know the the champion there who knows who knows how it'll turn out but uh <laughs> I, I was definitely looking at possibly uh doing the hobie the bos tournament yeah um, there's there's quite a few within six hours that are going to be happening and i did fit i fished lake chickamauga this year however you say lake chickamauga <laughs> yeah uh, and that that was probably my most horrid horrible fishing experience ever i mean my kayak broke down within the first couple of hours the weather was mm. horrible the whole mountain came pouring down the rivers at about 10 o'clock so water levels went from you know being six feet down to 10 feet up so <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah um all right, we have a lot of uh, new to kayak fishing uh, listeners here. Do you got like any kind of advice you could give them before we head out here? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess the the main thing to really do is you know <clears throat> kind of figure out what you want to do, figure out what you want to be good at, and use those strengths and go out and practice a lot. Mm-hmm. Your, your time on your time on the water is going to turn into more fish in the boat for sure because you get to experience firsthand what you can experience watching videos on youtube or people's advice um and you get it but you get to see that advice turn into uh, you know success on the water mm-hmm. um, you can't really be a successful tournament fisherman if you just expect everything to work without going out and trying it um I, le- I learned that last year and, you know, over the course of probably like five or six months, I really dedicated time on the water to going out and, you know, for a whole week, I would throw one specific bait the next week uh, until I was confident, until I could go to a spot and throw it and catch fish in those areas. And then I would switch to another bait. Uh, and, you know, you, could, you we all have our confidence baits. Mine's been a crankbait and then also you know a texas rigged uh uh like critter bait or whatever you want to call it i use the guggen baits i use a lot of guggen baits um (laughs) but uh you know (laughs) yeah just having a bait that you can use year round and um be able to you know be able to confidently throw it knowing that you're going to catch fish um and then being successful also like i said before covering a lot of water um especially on these bigger lakes uh you know like uh guntersville is freaking huge it is literally Mm -hmm. 
it's an ocean for a kayak fisherman and yeah <laughs> i'm i'm, I'm yeah. not saying i i'm not saying i went down there and covered a whole bunch of water because i didn't i just happened to find fish really early in the morning but uh you know finding certain spots on the lakes that are going to be key areas for throwing baits throughout the year um depending on you know the season and how the fish are moving and what they're eating good stuff that's good good advice for everybody right there uh, common uh, common theme uh, from all of our guests that that's time on the water that's what a lot of guys say so yeah it definitely yeah, absolutely. time time on the water is I think the the most crucial because you get mm-hmm. you get like I said you get to see everything firsthand you get to see what works what doesn't work you get to see the patterns the fish are in uh, yep. the patterns they're not in and you know you you'll you'll find those specific spots where if they aren't schooled up here they're going to be schooled up somewhere else and that's that's mm-hmm. a you know knowing knowing the area is huge and crucial to being able to get fish in your kayak yeah. Especially since we don't have the ability to move around like a bass boat does. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I may have spent too much time on the water this year. My wife wasn't too happy. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've been told that, too. You're going fishing, You're going fishing again? <laughs> yep. That's good stuff. So uh, you have any uh, shout-outs or sponsor shout-outs you, you'd like to give before we end this? Uh, I, I, I honestly don't have any sponsors right now, but uh, definitely want to give a shout out again to Queen City Kayak Bass Fishing. You know, if if those guys weren't as awesome as they were, there's a lot of camaraderie and it's almost like a, a family. We, you know, we talk crap and we bash each other, <laughs> but but it's all in good fun. But, you know, like, honestly, if Vinny hadn't have, I guess you could say, come into my life, I probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't even be anywhere near where I am and when it comes to kayak fishing so uh just uh my best advice that people also knew is really get to know people uh in the sport uh and fish with them and you know create that camaraderie and uh it's always good to be out there with a another person you know for safety reasons and for Mm. uh, you know whatever other reasons but uh yeah, it's, shout out to Queen City Kayak Bass Fishing. Uh, great group of guys. Um, if you're listening and uh, are in North Carolina or South Carolina, I mean, we have a lot of opportunities next year, uh, starting in January all the way up until uh, September to come out and fish uh, oh, yeah. at least once a month. So, Yep, that's awesome. definitely what this segment's about, dude. We're going to try to help you guys get the word out for them and uh, recap some of your tournaments out there. Okay, awesome. Heck yeah. Cool. Uh, anywhere people can follow you on social media? Uh, so I have just recently kind of set up social media. My Instagram is going to be at Rodden underscore N underscore Relin. Okay. And then um, my YouTube, I just went out and bought a GoPro and stuff. I guess it's important since I... I'm now famous. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you will be after this episode. Yeah, well, it, it's it's the same. My my uh, YouTube is also uh, Rodden and Reeland. Very cool. Yep. And that's awesome. that's yeah, that's all one one word. So it's Rodden and Reeland. 
Sounds good. Brian, you got anything else? No, man. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Awesome. Thanks awesome. for uh, taking time out tonight, man, and coming on and chatting with us for sure. Oh, oh yeah. It was, it was definitely fun, and thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Yeah, no problem. Congrats on that win again, and uh, you have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thanks a bunch. Yep. Yeah, no problem, man. Un- until next time. See ya. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Welcome back, guys. You just heard from Nick Huddleston, the uh, Tournament of Titans winner. Uh, Great interview there. Uh, Seems like a really cool guy, real genuine guy, uh, real humble. So congrats on that win again, man. I I know you're pumped about that win. We're pumped for you. and Yeah. So we're going to get into these upcoming events, and then that's going to be the end of the episode here. So let's start off with the KBF Trail Series Championship happening on October 18th and 19th, La Crosse, Wisconsin. This is the end of the year big championship across all trail series. Uh, you had to uh, qualify for it through winning, and you know I think Big Bass qualified you. If you caught one, I'm not sure, 100%. But, yeah, Sam Jones and uh, Brian are up there. Uh, a lot of other big names are up there. I know if you just went to the Tourney X link and just looked through all the names, you would know 99% of the guys fishing that, that tournament. So, so this is going to be a really fun one to watch. So if you're into watching leaderboards, make sure to tune in that. We'll post the links on Saturday to our facebook page and um yeah if you want to watch them they'll be right there for you to to see next one happening this weekend is the kayak bass anglers main championship big indian pond uh october 19th so i know we've covered quite a bit of uh um tournament series in maine but it's always interesting to see what the numbers they put up. So, Next one we have here is the Southeastern Kentucky Bass Fishing Trail Fall Brawl, October 19th. Will Green slash Taylor Fork Lake. That's the I, – I believe that's the same lake. It's the connected together. So, I, I have a couple buddies going down that way to fish at, I think, maybe. We'll see. And then the last one we have here is uh, – Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail, Fishing Trail, the Buckeye Classic, October nineteenth on Buckeye Lake in Ohio. Uh, you had to qualify for that one through angler angler of the year standings or winning like another tournament earlier in the season. So, yeah, that's a real cool cool one to watch. I, I I've seen like the uh, results from the last few years from that tournament, and it's it's always fun to watch. So. Don't know what to expect out of that at the end of the year. It might be cold that weekend, might not be, so we'll see. So that's all we got for the upcoming events. Um, 
I guess you guys can tune in Monday and hear the OG show again. Don't know who they have uh, scheduled for that. I imagine it's going to be uh, somebody up there at the Trail Series Championship with Brian and Sam. So that that'll be real real interesting. Um, I know ne- next weekend we'll have the Trail Series Championship on this segment. So. You won't want to miss that. That'll be really interesting. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got, guys. Uh, hope you have a go- good weekend. Get out there, catch some fish. Just want to take a brief moment to give a little shout-out to our show sponsors, Rocktown Adventures. For all your outdoor adventure needs, visit rocktownadventures.com. Loveland Canoe and Kayak, if you're in the Ohio area, go check them out at Loveland canoe.com hammered lures our man eric richards making some pretty epic baits you can check out his store at hammeredlures.myspotify.com coyote sunglasses get your floating glasses for the next adventure out on the water they float they're polarized all different styles to fit your pretty little face fish mob lures my man jay randall making buzz baits spinner baits you name it he's got a whole array of things and if it isn't listed on the facebook page shoot him a message maybe he can make it up for you southern lake co awesome apparel you guys uh check out southernlakecompany.com and our newest sponsor trc covers protect your investment wrap your rods your reels they got custom colors logos you name it they got it Go check out trccovers.com.